Hey y'all, thank you so much for taking time out to invest in your health and wellness by stopping by this podcast. So of course, the name of this podcast is All Things Wellness and so welcome. Thank you so much for stopping by. Um, This is a podcast where we talk about all things wellness from physical health, mental health, spiritual health, emotional health, um, all things wellness, all types of topics, pretty much anything that you can think of that that can um, help promote um, holistic health in a positive way. That's what we're all about. You know, maybe unpacking and uncovering some things. Um, So anyways, thank you for joining. Um, If you don't know, um, my name is Marquita Hudson. I am the owner and founder of Live Well Beautiful Coaching and Counseling, where I provide mental health counseling and also wellness coaching. Um, I am a licensed master social worker, I'm a clinical therapist, and I am a certified wellness coach. And so I guess you can kind of see the theme about why I talk about all things wellness. So um, in this sphere of mental health therapy and coaching and counseling, and also I'm in the sphere of wellness coaching. And so I try to, you know, harmonize both of those together to help people live the best vision and the best version of themselves and have a great quality of life. And so if you want to know more about the services I provide or even more about me, you can visit my website at livewellbeautiful.com and it's all lowercase and it's all together. And that's livewellbeautiful.com. If you have any questions or you just want to stop by and say hi, I would greatly appreciate it. So before we dive into today's topic, I do want to uh, let you all know and just inform you that this podcast episode is not a substitution for a relationship with a licensed mental health therapist uh, in your local area. Um, And so if you feel like you may need support um, with that, I encourage you to to, to seek therapy and to seek someone that can help you and, um, you know, get the, the, the services that you need. But this podcast episode does not take the place of that, just to let you know. All right, so let's dive into this. And so this is part two of relationship green flags, because the thing about it is Sometimes when we're talking about relationships, everybody want to point out the things that are not so good, which is fine. But I think sometimes we need to create a balance and talk about those things that are relationship green flags. And so uh, I'm going to link the the first part of this um, this topic to this podcast, but I want to briefly go over uh, what was the um, what was listed as the green flags from the first episode. Okay, and so I'm gonna go ahead and share that information. And so the first thing that we talked about as with relationship green flags is it can be different for uh, each couple, each individual, because you know we have healthy relationships with ourselves, right? So it's not always um, a relationship with others, it's relationship with ourselves. And so while you're listening to this, I want you to kind of take into consideration, yes, the relationships with others, but also relationship with myself. Like how do I show up for me? How do I, how do I, um, how, how am I in relation to myself, you know? So, um, like I said, you know, these relationship green flags can be different. They vary. Um, and also most of these are associated with physical, emotional, 
and mental wellness, okay? And so I just want to go over, uh, over a few uh, qualities that we talked about in the first um, in the first session or the first episode, okay? So the first quality that we uh, talked about was appreciation. So appreciation is pretty much pretty much you respect and value yourself and your partner and you express gratitude often. Um, the second one is commitment. You are invested in yourself or in your partner and the relationship. So you're very invested in it and you give the relationship the, the time and the energy that it needs. Also, uh, number three with relationship green flags is conflict resolution. This is really, really big, especially when I mentioned earlier regarding, you know, sometimes relationships are not just uh, with a partner. This can be at work. This can be in life in general. And so conflict resolution is that third relationship green flag. And pretty much it's just stating that you take responsibility for your actions and work together in harmony as a team to solve problems. Okay. And so the fourth relationship green flag is empathy. You take uh, your partner's or whomever you're in relationship with perspective and understand how they feel about things. You're understanding their feelings. And, and also empathy can also mean that you may not always agree, but you understand their feelings. And so it's kind of like that saying when they say agree to disagree, okay? Also in the last, um, the first episode to this, a relationship green flags, we talked about independence. And so that's pretty much being who you are outside of your partner. So you have your own interests and your own goals. You know, it's great to have interests and goals together, but also, you know, being interested in yourself and what do you enjoy outside of being in relationship with your partner. Um, and this can go for many different things. It can be you can be a person that may lean towards working a lot or being a quote unquote a workaholic. So what do you do outside of your work? Like, how do you have fun? How do you enjoy the fruits of your labor? How do you enjoy life? So if we were looking at an individual level, we can kind of look at independence in that way. And again, also in relationships, what, what interests um, and goals that you have separate from your, from, from the goals of your partner. And, uh, the last one that we talked about in, um, the first episode of this was safety and safety has a lot to do with boundaries and it's not always physical boundaries. I know that's the first one that we try to, uh, that we think about and that comes up for us, but it's also intellectual boundaries, you know, creating space for your partner to feel safe with expressing their thoughts and their feelings and emotions, you know, like valuing what they say, valuing their voice uh, and, and having value in their opinion and their thoughts. And so creating that safe space for your partner and even for yourself is a, is a huge uh, and very imperative relationship green flags. Now we're going to go into part two of this that was not discussed in part one and we're going to share a couple of more um a few more 
relationship green flags. And so before I hop into that, I hope that you have your pen and pad down because um, I was reading something recently and um, it stated about how the world is in a season, has been in a really long season of loneliness. Um, and they even are calling it, they're, they're calling it um, the, the second pandemic, you know, loneliness being the second pandemic and just seeing all these symptoms of loneliness, um, which, which can look like anxiety. It can look like depression or, um, um, you know, low mood. It can, it can, it can look like so many different things, but they're saying like the, the culprit of it is loneliness. And of course it, 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 um, the loneliness came or it was a heightened sense of awareness of loneliness uh, post uh, pandemic. And it highlighted um, how we as human beings, we are so distracted um, by things externally that we really don't have uh, the tools, the skills and the knowledge to have a, um, a healthy relationships that um, are solid, you know, and just from being a therapist and a wellness coach um, and just working with people and being around people in general, I kind of see that. I, I see what they're talking about, especially in the age of um, social media and people, um, you know, having friends on social media, but maybe not friends in real life. I was just saying to somebody, um, you know, people need to check up on folks, right? Because sometimes somebody will say, you know, having a conversation with someone and be like, I saw, you know, I'm just going to think of a name. I saw uh, John uh, the other day, you know, you're having a conversation, say, yeah, I saw John the other day. And then the other person be like, when did you see him? Oh, I saw them on Facebook. I saw them on uh, Instagram. And it's like, really? No, you did not see this person, you know, because unfortunately, social media creates this facade it create creates these highlight reels and people put what they want to put on there so you're really not seeing the person physically you're saying that you're seeing them through social media and that can be problematic which can increase the lack of healthy relationships which can also increase loneliness which also increases symptoms as depression low mood anxiety isolation so I just wanted to throw that in there so you can kind of think about ways to um, enhance relationship green flags and also just look for those cues that may come up in your relationships with yourself and with others. OK, so the first one I want to talk about is a relationship green flag and characteristics of that is balance. I think that this is I think the world needs balance. And so <laughs> I just think that, you know, um, we're living in this world and maybe, you know, uh, and, and we're not of this world, but I think that in everything, everything needs balance. The world needs balance. We need, we, we need balance as individuals. It, the weather, everything needs to be balanced and in harmony. So I love this relationship green flag. And so just a brief description of it is like balance. It's um, finding happiness, right? In, in time spent together and also time spent apart. 
that's very important to highlight. So balance is, you know, if you're in relationship with someone, you find happiness together. Like you love being around that person and not but, and you like spending time apart as well. So also when it comes to balance, some of the needs that you all have are, are, are met outside the relationship. And this can look like through other friendships, it can look like hobbies that the, that you all enjoy individually, um, and also just things that you do apart and also together. Like you all can have some similarities in some of the hobbies that you like, but you but it's also healthy to have some um, some things that you all do totally different that has nothing to do with the with your partner or uh, with the other person. Now, as a as as someone who may um, are single and they're not dating and they are uh, not, you know, in a relationship or married, you can still have balance. So you can find time where you, um, you, you spend time doing things, um, that you enjoy with people, um, with, with, with someone else. And so it's decreasing that loneliness and it's decreasing that isolation that I spoke about earlier. Also, it's just finding balance in, in, in work life, being able to manage your time effectively, making sure you don't, you're not having a lot of idle time or you're doing things that's not going to be uh, beneficial to, to you as far as finding your happiness. Um, making sure that you do have hobbies and things that you enjoy and you're, no, and you're not so dependent on other people to bring you happiness and joy. I'm not saying that you can't, you, you, you can't get it from other people, but you're not totally dependent on them to, uh, um, to bring fun to you. Like you, you, you can be the creator of your fun and your happiness and you're not waiting on someone else to do that for you. Okay. So as a single person, it works. And as someone who's dating or married, it works as well. And this imbalance can also work in um, relationships, you know, that you have with your job, not um, specifically with your job. Now, I'm not going to get into your coworkers because that's different. And that can that can go a little bit longer than I want to talk about in this podcast. But having your work relationship, having balance in that, you know, um, making sure that you are creating boundaries and you're making sure that your time while you're at work, that you're doing work things. And when you're off work, that you're off work. And so you're finding balance uh, with your relationship at your job. And sometimes uh, it takes a little effort because you can, you know, not physically be at your job, but you're still emotionally vested in what happened at the job when you're still not there or what happened at your employer while you're still not there, where you're not actually working. And so finding your happiness, finding your sweet spot when it comes to that is going to be very important. And this is an, this is a great relationship green flag. When you have that balance, it's so much easier to be able to um, spend time with another and then spend time apart. And there's no guilt behind it, you know? So that first um, relationship green flag was balance. The second one that we're talking about in this episode is commonality. So this would be if you're in a relationship, you, you share important goals together. You have the same belief system and values of your partner. Um, I think that this is uh, like if I can say like if we were building a house, 
like all of these would be bricks, but commonality would be uh, uh, one of those solid, like foundational bricks of relationships because it's important to have common goals and beliefs and values. You know, those are some of the core things that's going to help a relationship to grow when you all have those things in common. I mean, for example, let's say, um, you know, I, I know for me personally, um, just a little transparency here. I'm not going to date or marry someone that's not a Christian. Like I don't, I don't, you know, think that that that's something that I can do. Don't have anything against people who are not, but that's a part of my core values and belief systems. And that's what I'm going to go with when I'm looking to date or I'm looking to get married. Like that person has to be a person of the faith. And that's just for me, you know, uh, common, you know, outside of that, you know, it could be, you know, uh, common goals could be, um, some people like to travel. That's a goal for them. They like to go see the world and explore. And if you have that commonality, that's great. You know, some people are very family oriented. That goes back to your beliefs and values. And, and, and if you, you have that commonality, that's great. That's a great relationship. Green flag. I think the the most important thing I want to highlight with this is when you are in relation in relationships with a person, I think in the beginning it's so important to to have these conversations about um, goals and beliefs and values. And some people may think that that's too soon, but I think for me personally, and this is just my opinion, I think that that's the perfect timing because for one, you're not gonna nobody's you're not gonna waste anybody's time. And for two, it just helps you to really get to know the person. When you start to find out someone's core values and belief systems, it's it, it can really paint the picture of uh, more. It can paint the picture more for you for that person. Um, and what do, what do they believe in? What what do they think about family? What do they think about marriage? What do they think about dating? What do they think about finances? Like those things are so important to look at before you take this, um, before you get married and, and take this big step in your life or even, you know, long-term dating, whatever it looks like, making sure that you all have some good commonalities. Let me put that there because <laughs> we can have some commonalities that may not be be as healthy, you know, and that's for another podcast. But yeah, making sure that you all have some commonalities. I think if you know, if you're dating or in a relationship or you're wanting to date, um, I think that this is something that to, to really highlight and look for regarding a relationship green flag. Now, if you're single um, in commonalities, I think it's important that this is the perfect time for you to kind of write down or or know or understand these core values and belief systems that you want in a future partner if that's something that you're looking for, okay? And also to, to do some self-reflection and uh, on your core values and belief systems. Have they changed? You know, are they still the same? Um, is it something that you want to add? Is it something that you want to take away? So this can still apply to those who are single, who may not be looking to date, you know, in the near future and, and who, who are enjoying their singleness. We can still kind of do that self-reflection to make sure that our core values, belief systems, and goals are important to us. And it also matches where we're wanting to go. Okay.
The next one is huge. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I'm gonna throw this in here. I also counsel, I, I'm also an uh, prepare and enrich counselor and facilitator. And so prepare and enrich is a, um, I can say it's a program for those who are wanting premarital counseling. Um, and also for those who are married, I more so stick to the premarital counseling piece of it. Um, just because I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. And I know this, you know, some therapists who's listening or counselors may, may, you know, not agree with me, but, um, I'm not married and I don't think, I mean, I may can give some, some, some good advice on marriage because a lot of it is individualized when you get down to the core, you know, of marriage, how one person thinks versus another person, you know, versus each partner. But I would prefer not to counsel married, married couples. I didn't say I couldn't. I have the expertise, but I just prefer not to do that right now because I'm not married. However, I do provide premarital counseling. And the biggest thing, the biggest, the biggest um, challenge um, that I see is this next one, which is effective communication. Woo, this is huge. Effective communication. Now, when you have, because we're talking about green flags, right? So when you do have effective communication in, in your relationships, it looks like you being able to communicate your needs, your own needs, wishes, while respecting those of your partner. Now, this is, I, I think that this also requires maturity, it also requires uh, conflict resolution, like we talked about earlier. Um, it also requires empathy. And um, it also requires the partners to create safe safety. When we talked about creating safety and creating those safe spaces and, and making sure that that safe space consists of your partner being able to express themselves uh, emotionally. Um, um, intellectually and being able to express their thoughts and feelings. So if, if effective communication, um, is going well in your relationships, that's a huge green flag. And I want to say that's a, that's definitely a, um, a brick, you know, when you're building the foundation of your relationship, effective communication is key. And so when I do premarital counseling, that's one of the things that, um, um, the, the couples really need to hone in on and make sure that they are creating space for their partners to talk and not, not only, um, creating space for that effective communication, but also making sure that it's a safe space and that, that the partner is able to communicate their needs and wishes while respecting the needs and wishes of the other partner. Now, as a single person, I think it's important um, to, to, to kind of build these skills of effective communication. So when you do get in relationships, you're able to communicate your needs and wishes and also effectively, actively and reflectively listening to your partner about their needs and relationships. I mean, their needs and wishes in their relationships and having respect. Respect is so important in effective communication. And um, I would even say respect can probably be uh, an additional green flag in relationships 
because respect is one of those things in communication. If a person is not feeling respected and, and not feeling validated, you know, um, it's going to be hard for a person to effectively communicate and express their own needs and wishes. OK, so as a single person, I would say hone in on this skill. Uh, making sure that you're getting your um, your your wishes and needs met um, in any in any situation where you're in relation to somebody. Again, this can be work. This can be family. This can be um, anybody. Anybody that you're in relationship with. Making sure that you're effectively communicating your needs and your wants is key. Okay. The next one, like all of these are, are bricks. I just I just want to say, you know, we're building this house. You know, we want we want to we want to um, a relationship that's going to last. And so we're building this house and we have these bricks. Right. And so this next one is honesty. A relationship green flag is honesty. So pretty much you mean what you say. And you say what you mean. Your words, your your actions align with your words and your words align with your actions. So um, honesty is key and it's, a, it's an amazing relationship green flag to have because um, the thoughts and the feelings that you express are genuine. Like in a relationship, it's, it's, it's not like a person is seeking and have to investigate you or, you know, or always having this uneasiness or this, this feeling of like something is up. So just being honest. And, and, and straight forth, but I want to say straight forth and with respect because I've heard this saying go around like, I'm just telling the truth. You know, I'm a realist. Yeah, but sometimes you have to kind of taste your words, um, <laughs> taste your words. It's like an old saying, taste your words before you say it, because if your words taste bitter to you, they're going to taste bitter to somebody else. So making sure that the thoughts and the feelings you express are genuine and with respect. Um, I think that honesty is the key to everything. Being honest. And, and again, I want to highlight it's, it's a difference between being honest and being real. Because, you're, because being real is not always the truth. Let me stop right there. Being real is not always the truth. That's your truth. Being honest is 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 being genuine. Like your actions align with your words. Like having your your thoughts and feelings being expressed in a genuine and authentic way. And so that's the big difference. And honestly, this is I think this is one of the 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 huge uh, relationship green flags that we all need to you know. Um, work on more and and being able to express honesty in a way where it can not only help the relationship but help us as individuals okay all right we have a couple of more like these are good y'all like i'm gonna have to go back through this podcast and listen to it myself because uh relationships are are beautiful like even with friendships and i know that i may have been talking a lot about partners and being married um and dating but these can apply to any type of relationships friendships uh for, you know relationships with siblings with parents with whomever like 
when we're talking about relationship green flags, these are really like interpersonal skills that we cultivate from since we were children. So, um, you know, and, and some of them we need to you know, some of them we may need to work on a little bit more. Um, but it's one of those things these skills are something where it's transferable. So it can be transferred to any um, area in our lives, regardless where we are. And so I hope that the, these things are, um, these relationship green flags are effective um, and giving you some tips and um, giving you some ideas of how you can enhance your relationships. All right. And so the next one is intimacy. And so intimacy is a huge relationship green flag. Again, we have all these bricks building this beautiful house. Um, so the intimacy is pretty much you feel close. You feel connected with your partner physically and emotionally. And so, um, yes, you feel connected to them. And, and not in a, in a sexual way, because we know, you know, most of us know that intimacy is not always sexually, you know, so you feel physically uh, connected with them in a way where you feel safe because intimacy for some people equals safety. You know, I feel like I can be safe around this person physically and emotionally. And you all have a connection. Um, like some people may call it meeting um, what did they say? I think meeting of the mind, like I can be with this person and it's like a meeting of the mind. So you all have uh, mental intimacy. You all are emotionally connected. Like um, I've heard from some married couples that they, um, you know, that's been married for quite some time that they can, like if they're not uh, around their partner, they can feel like if if something's going on with their partner and they're not even in the same room, probably not even in the same state. And so having that intimacy and that emotional connection is great. Intimacy can also just be, you know, being being close and being being oneness with that person, you know, um, being able to. You know, um, I think I, I've also heard and seen and experienced myself in the past with relationships like you all are, are finishing each other's sentences. You know, you, you have those little intimate moments that nobody knows about within you two. Now, as a single person, I think, again, this is um, if you're single. This is a time where you get to know yourself on an intimate level, you know, get connected to your emotions, um, getting connected to yourself in that way um, and understanding what uh, intimacy looks like to you. And so when, when you want to get into a relationship um, that, you know, these things. And if you don't, if you're not ready for a relationship, I think as a therapist, it's still important to, you know, get emotionally connected to yourself um, to be able to have a better relationship with with who you are and who you're becoming. Okay. The last one is self-confidence. The last relationship green flag is self-confidence. Okay. So pretty much. This a relationship green flag is you feel comfortable being yourself in the relationship. Oh my gosh, I have a story to tell. <laughs> Listen, okay, so I was in, let me see which one, because I think this happened maybe in two relationships that I was in. 
and um yeah okay so i was in a relationship with a guy this was maybe in my man my early 20s or late teens or something like that and um i did date a particular type of guy i did i did um so i dated you know they were kind of like the same type of guys but anyways this guy, I was going through my, my phase of wanting to go natural with my hair or whatnot. And this was before um, natural hair was popular, right? Because I'm, I'm 42 now. And back then, I was in my late teens and early 20s. And so I was trying to debate on what I wanted to do. Um, and so um, the guy, if initially when I went natural, he was okay with it you know, but then things change and he expressed in so many ways, like he wasn't feeling it. And so what he wanted me to do was, uh, change my hair, you know? And I know for some people that may not, you know, oh yeah, just change your hair. But at that time I was building up my own self-confidence you know, for myself and us being in a relationship for quite some time, I'm like, okay, well, I'm just changing my hair. It wasn't anything that was too drastic, but I wanted to wear my natural hair. And so, um, being in this relationship and thought I was all in love, you know, I went against what I was, uh, wanted, what I was confident with in my, in myself to, to make him feel more comfortable. Um, and so I started back wearing weave and all this and that. I, I even think I may have relaxed my hair a little bit. Not saying there's anything wrong with that, but I just didn't want that for myself anymore. And so I did not start, I started not feeling comfortable in the relationship because I wasn't feeling comfortable with myself. And so I compromised uh, my confidence just for the relationship. And long story short, we, we're not together anymore. You know, this was years ago, but I think it's so important that when you're in these relationships, it's important that you are confident, um, have self-confidence and that you are comfortable being yourself. It's nothing like meeting, meeting someone's representative and, and, and you're trying to get to know them. You're meeting a representative of themselves, right? You know, so they, they, you know, they may put on, they may have on this mask and then you're in this relationship and you're spending time and then they come out to be like, not who you thought you were dating. And, um, I think that when you do have this, it usually, when you do have self-confidence, it usually starts. Let me rephrase that. When you do have conf- self-confidence in relationships, it starts with the individual first. And so when you're comfortable with yourself, you're going to show up as yourself in relationships, you know, and if you have a partner that's, that may not be comfortable in who you are showing up in your authenticity, in your relationships, it's a, it it can be a reflection on, on them. Like they're not comfortable with who they are. Not saying that there's something that's, you know, grounds for you to break up or whatever the case may be. That That's where the effective communication can come in and being able to, you know, understand and, and have empathy and conflict resolution and all of those things we already talked about. But I think having self-confidence when you feel comfortable in a relationship, it creates space for love. It creates space for honesty, intimacy. It creates space for effective communication and appreciation, balance, all of those things 
when we're showing up as our confident selves in a relationship. And it just makes you look good and feel good, you know, when you're confident in who you are and you're confident in your relationship, okay? So those were the relationship green flags. And um, I got a request from somebody um, that wanted me to talk about attachment styles, right? And I think a lot of this is coming up because um, it seems like it's a little trending and I'm not big on trends. I just um, talk about topics that I'm moved to talk about. Um, I try not to follow trends a lot because they usually fade out. And some of the stuff that most of the stuff that I'm talking about are things to improve your healthy lifestyle. So it's a lifestyle thing, not a trendy thing. But I am going to talk about attachment styles because it does tie into um, relationship green flags and how to have a, a healthy relationship, a healthy marriage, um, and have to, and how to be um, the best person that you can be if you're a single person, you know, in relation to yourself. And I just want to touch on that for one second. A lot of us don't look at how we are in relationship to ourselves. Like, how do we treat ourselves? And I'm going to end on this note because how we treat ourselves and how we think about ourselves, how we are in relationship with ourselves is, 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 is a direct reflection of the relationships we have in the world with other people. So the relationship we have with ourselves, like how, how do we show up with for ourselves? Like how do we do that? It's going to be a direct reflection of the relationships we have with others, okay? So I pray that this episode provided you some insights, some, you know, some, some, maybe some aha moments and maybe some, wow, I'm doing great because I have a lot of these in my relationships or you know what? I want to incorporate some of these relationship green flags in my life. So, and, and I pray that it, it gave you some insight for that. So I thank you again so much for taking time out to invest in your health and wellness. Um, I'm looking forward to doing more episodes and more podcasts, um, about, you know, all things wellness and that's it y'all. So I pray that you live well, um, and be well. Okay. Take care.